Here we go. Today's daf is daf lamed dalit, page thirty-four in the Hilgim Maseches Gittin, and we're up to Gidul Bar Reiloi, Gidul Bar Reiloi, which is six lines from the top of lamed dalit Omer Aleph. Here we go. For, so Omer Aleph, let's give a quick overview. Omer Aleph is going to focus on various Gittin and the conditions. That are made along with it. On Ahmad Bey's, we're going to have a fascinating sugya that has to do with how to write names in a get. Let's say you have somebody who is given a name at their bris, but it's not really used uh, in society. Or you have a name that uh, is used in society and was not given, it's not the person's official name. What if the person just has a nickname? What do we do then? So that's going to be the topic of Ahmad Bey's, two unique and fascinating sugyas, fascinating topics. Here we go. And found her sitting and like sewing or weaving Omar Law. And the Shliach who was sent said to her, Here is your get. And without accepting it yet, she says to him, Zil, go, hashta now, miha, from here, besala machar, and come back tomorrow. So he walks over to the wife and he says, Behold, this is your get. And she says, Get out of here, come back tomorrow. Ozal legabe. So he went back to the husband, Viyamalei, and he told him that the wife didn't accept it. Pasach Viyamash, Gilabai Loi said, Baruch Hatoi Vehametiv, Baruch Hashem. That she did not accept it. Now, usually you say when you're happy with something. So now here's the problem. Usually you'll say when you're happy with something. But did he say, I don't want it to be a get? No, he never said that. So he seems to be happy that the get wasn't given. So he's backing out of the get. But at the same time, he didn't say it explicitly. So Abai Yomar Abai says, What do you do with this? You know what happened? He's happy that it wasn't given yesterday, but he's not being mavato the get. It's still a valid get. Maybe the husband's just happy he's married for one more day. Tomorrow's his lucky day. And therefore, this same get could be given tomorrow. Rav Amar Rav says, Baruch Gita. If the husband says, Thank you, Hashem, Baruch Blessed is the one who does good and continues to do good. For everybody, what you're saying is, says Rava, you do not want it to be a get. Hence, the whole get is possible. You cannot deliver it on the next day. But Michael Mifki, what source of the Machlaikas? Begiloi Daita, Begitik Mifki, the Machlaikas is based around the concept called Giloi Das Beget. If a husband reveals what he's thinking when it comes to a get, he has intention about the get. Abai says, it doesn't matter what your intention is. You just said the type of mate. You need to cancel the get. If you want to do that, got to do it. Perhaps over no. If you're Megaladas by a get, that's enough. Beseder. It's nullified. Omar Rabbi says, How do I know that if you're Megaladas, you reveal what you want by a get, that it is enough to cancel it? Rav Shisha Ishkolai Gita Luhu Gavra Bal Rav Sheshes got to get from a husband against his will. Varmilu Lisadi and the husband said to witnesses, Hachi Amar Luchu Rav Sheshes Livato Gita. 
didn't Rav Sheshes say to you to be mevatel the get? The shricha Rav Sheshes gita achrina. Rav Sheshes says that this get that I forced out of the husband is we're going to have to do a new one. We're not going to be allowed to use this one because just the husband's showing that his das is that he does not want to get now is not enough. Now, again, we still haven't clarified, and we're going to have to wait for this, but Rabbi Ravinsky brought something up yesterday, which is that a get has to be done completely with al-das habal, with the knowledge of the husband. You can't really force a get from the husband. There are unique circumstances, however, which later on the Gemara will explain what those are. So this story of Rav Shisha is obviously involving one of those unique circumstances where the get would be valid. And... Um, uh, the get would have been valid, but since the husband said to the shliach beforehand that livatul gita, the get should be bato, we're not allowed to use this specific get. Abaye, but Abaye is going to say now again. Abaye says just just revealing your das on a get doesn't do anything. So Abaye says, "Otu Rav Sheshes mevatul gita." Didn't she have it? Was Rav Sheshes somebody who was mevatul gitin of people? Okay, meaning says Abaye, it's not just when the husband said livatul gita. Oh. That he's just revealing his das. No. Ihu batla. What happened was, he was mevatalit. It's not giloy das. Right? It's not like, I thought you meant, get ready for this, Kevin. There's going to be a sight in life. Big sight. This is like, like usual. Right? I thought you meant, did I say it or did I not say it? Says Abaye. Don't tell me when the husband says levatal gita, that means giloy das. Revealing a thought is something. No, that's not revealing a thought. That's being straight up. I said, And the reason why the husband said this, because Rev Sheshes had tough guys. Okay? So what happened was like this. Rev Sheshes had tough guys. And... This is why the husband agreed to give the get. Now, the husband comes back and he says, Rav Shesha said, be mevatel the get. He didn't say, I want to be mevatel the get. He said, Rav Shesha said, be mevatel the get. Says Gemara, why did he say it like that? You know why? Because if he wouldn't have said, Rav Shesha said, be mevatel the get, and he would have said that he wants to be mevatel the get, he would have gotten beaten up. In Mamela, he blamed uh, he blamed it all on Rav Sheshas. And Abai says, How do I know that it's not enough to give a uh, just an intention and you mamish need to make a statement? The Rav Yehuda Ashkelei Rav Yehuda Shokal took from him Gita Aget Lechasane from the son-in-law the Rav Yirmiya from Rav Yirmiya Bira'a of Bira'a, okay, which means he forced Rabbi Yirmiya Bira's son-in-law to write a get, Ubatle, and the husband wrote it under pressure, and then was mevatal it, nullified it before it was given. Tana, Ashkele, Ubatle, it happened, yeah, Tana, Ashkele, they, he, Rashi says, he had him write a, a second get. And what happened again was, Ubatle, the husband nullified it again. So, so then 
he forced him to uh, write a get and get the job done without nullifying it. And he said to the witnesses, Ready? Get ready for this. Write the get. This is what he instructs the the messengers. Write the get and then put on headphones. Literally means stick a gourd, stick a melon in your ear. What he's telling you, put on headphones, put in earplugs. And this way, you, the, the old school earplugs, and this way, you're not going to be able to hear him cancel it. Now, if you're going to tell me that Megaladas is something that itself is something that matters, even if they put earplugs in or put on headphones, guess what? They still see the husband running after them, waving their arms, going, right? The husband, in other words, like this the husband says, right again. Rabbi Yehuda's concerned that after he hands the get to the witnesses, he's going he's gonna to cancel them. So he tells them, put on headphones. So they put on headphones and they start going. Says the Gemara. So you see from here that even if they see, it's not going to work. So they, I, he's chasing them, waving his arms, screaming, and they're just saying to him, we can't hear you. Ask the Gemara. They see him running after no, so how does it work? Vice Dice has a body, get ready for this. You see from here, the fact that they can't hear is a proof that just Giloy Das doesn't do anything. You have to actually hear it. So if, if I put earplugs in and I never heard it, I never heard it. Sounds like a kid. Sounds like one of my kids at home. Right? Tell them what to do. They have their earplugs in. I don't need to do it. Finished. Yeah, Tati, I didn't hear you. The Rava, what's Rava going to say? Hide the Karab Asrayu. No. You know why it's not a valid get? Even though he's running after them. Oh, it's clear that he wants to cancel the get. No. You know why he's running after them? The Omar Luhu. Ashur You know why he's running after them, waving his hands? You know what he's telling them? Speed up. Get cracking. So that my, my, uh, so that the, um, the, the, uh, um, Tsar of Rabbi Yehuda will stop. Meaning, make sure it gets done because, oh, I can't handle the pressure. I can't take the heat. So I make sure she... In other words, if they put earplugs in and he's running after waving his arms, he's not necessarily saying cancel it. Maybe he's telling them to... Uh, maybe he's telling them to speed up. How do I... Another approach, how I know my opinion, again, that it's not enough to have Giloy Das... To end the get, you need actual explicit instruction. There was somebody who said, The final come back in 30 days. This get should be valid. Also, Paske Mabra, the story we had before, he comes back on day 30 and the bridge ain't working. So he can't get back. But he doesn't want to be divorced, and now he's got trouble. Omar Lehus, he called the cross. He said, Look, I came back, I came back. Please, my wife is not divorced. I'm back in town. The Omar Shmuel, and Shmuel says, Don't say it. It's not, I called that seat. You're not back. And therefore, the wife is divorced. What do you see from here? Giloy Das is not enough. You have to follow through. The Amar Verava and Rava. 
Rabbi's going to say, Atu Hosam Levatul Gitaboy. Was the husband trying to be Mavatul to get Hosam Lekumi Tanaim Kaboy? Here he's trying to fulfill his conditions. He didn't fulfill his condition. Rabbi says there's a difference between when you make a condition and you don't follow through, even though you were an Inus, but you don't follow through, it's different than uh, a case where a husband just has Giloy Das. Okay. There was an incident where uh, somebody, uh, somebody said, If I don't come back within 30 days, I'm sorry, Ilayna Sivna, if I do not marry you Ad Plus and Yaimim until thirty days have passed. Lahavagita, this should be a get. Okay. Now what happened was like this. Here's the story. Interesting story. Not crazy, but interesting. So what happened was like this. Ruve marries Rachel by putting a ring on her finger. Usually after Arison, after putting a ring on her finger. They have 12 months to move in. But Ruvain is promising that he'll marry her within 30 days. Right? So he puts a ring on her finger. He says, Behold, we are married with this ring. And then, he's, and then afterwards he hands her a get. And he says, And if I don't do Nisuin within 30 days, you're, we're divorced. In other words, he's pressuring himself to take her in faster. If I don't come back within 30 days, it's again. Once 30 days have reached, he said, He says to the Edim who were there at the time of the condition, he says, Listen, I intended to marry her within 30 days, but it's taking too long to prepare the chasna. So says the Gemara, What should we do with this? What's the, what's the concern? If we're concerned that maybe there was an Aynas here, and since it's an Aynas, the get should not be valid, ain't Aynas begitten. There's no, there's no Tainas Aynas. There's no claim of Aynas begitten, which means it should be divorced. And if it's because about him being Megaladas, he's revealing his mind about the get. So now we're back to our Machlekes between Abaye and Rava. And therefore, the halacha should be, they're divorced. Okay? So we're paskening like, um, we're passing like Abaye. Comes out from here, we're passing like Abaye. That if you're not clear about what you're saying, so then it does not mean that you said it. Giloy das is not enough to override other things. Uh, uh, Instead of pausing now, let's let's get to the Mishnah. I, I, I think there's so much to talk about. I, I personally find myself struggling daily with these types of situations where mamish, you have, on one end, you, you, you feel your Megala Das, you revealed your Das to somebody or to something, and Lemaisi, you didn't say it. You, di- you didn't say it straight out. So, Hud Amar, who is another story where somebody said, If I don't do Nesuin, by Rishchidosh Adar, then I want this get to be valid. Kiyota Meshurat Yarchad Adar, when the Adar started, Omar Lehu, Anola Resh Yarchad, the Nisan Amri. I had thought I said Nisan. Right? He had said Adar, but then he, he, he had thought he said Nisan for whatever reason. And we're passing like Abaye. Bottom line is, you are, you, um, bottom line is, 
um, the giloy das does not override the actual statement. The halacha follows Nachman, the halacha follows Nachman, the halacha kenachmani, and the halacha follows Nachmani, which is Abaye. Okay, so we have the first two psokim, this is Gishmak, because sometimes a Gemara does not give us a bottom line halacha, you know, uh, what we come out with. But uh, over here the Gemara is telling us that we paskin, uh, uh, we paskin like, we pass like Nachman, and we paskin like Nachmeni, who is referring to Abaye. Okay, now let's just remind ourselves. Which halachas of Nachman? Nachmeni we have. That was halacha of Abaye. That Giloy Das is not going to ruin the get. So that halacha we know. What about the two halachas of Nachman? So that's what we learned two days ago. That if you need to be mavatal a get, you're going to need to do it in front of two people as opposed to three people. Okay? So uh, Rav Nachman said, two people, the only per- reason for three people is in case two people, right? Two people on a bezin don't agree, so you need the tiebreaker. But if you ever have two people that agree, that is going uh, that is going to uh, to be enough, okay. And um, and uh, his other halacha was that after the gezerah of Rabbi Gamliel, that um, you cannot do uh, ruining a, a nullification of the get in Bezdin. It's not going to be valid. <coughs> so you have two psukim like Rav Nachman. And we paskin like Abaye as well. Let's just take a quick pause. The Mishnah now is going to shift and discuss another interesting topic. I just find this Gemara so, I mamish connect it so well, uh, so, so much. We're, we're coming out that Lamaisa, we paskin like Abaye, that um, Giloy Das itself does not work. You need to be more direct. And I find for myself that one of the weaknesses that that uh, I have in interacting with people to a point where I've started training myself when I when I meet people for the first time or at a meeting to, to discuss things, I, I started telling people, you have to know that even if I'm nodding my head and agreeing, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm on board with you. It just means I understand where you're coming from. Because it gets to a point where you could you could listen to somebody and and completely hear their perspective. They walk away thinking that you're in agreement with them just because it's okay. And to me, I, I didn't want to challenge it. There was no point on challenging it. It wasn't, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm in I'm in agreement with something. And in in a way, it's it's an unfair place to for me to put people. It's an unfair because you're not being direct as to what exactly is happening. On the other hand, people who are very direct with others. Are it could lead, not not it could lead in in a sense, it could be terrible midos, to be very straightforward. There had there's an element of finesse. There really is a talent. It's a pikkus. It's an umness. It's a craft to know how to get a point across in a way that's direct, yet not putting down. And it's a talent. It really, it's a gift. It's a gift. It's something we need to work on and try to work on because of a lot of our binadam lechaveray, and the way that we that we uh, deal with situations and the way that we deal with people, our mamish depend on this. But be it as it may, we're passing like a baye. You need to be direct. You can't beat around the bush, not be direct, and assume that you accomplished what you'd want to accomplish.
You got to be straightforward. Okay. Mishnah top line on Lamedalid Amud base. Barishaina in the beginning. They would change the name of the husband or wife. Now, what does this mean? Very interesting in Rashi. Let's look at the very first Rashi on the Mishnah. I'm now reading Rashi. When somebody had two names, one name here and one name there. They would only write the name of the person that he was called where they wrote the get. And they wouldn't write two names. Okay? They wouldn't write both. There's, there's a lot of people like this. When they go to work or when they're in the community, they'll have their work name. They'll have their Jewish name. Yeah? I called up a, an electronic company once, an online company, and a guy named Mothiv answered the phone. So obviously Mothiv answering the phone, his name is Maisha, but he's Moses when he's at work. Yeah, so people call. So in, originally, if somebody would write a, na- a, a name, they would change. What does it mean? They changed the husband or wife's name. What it meant was they would only write the current name that they're referred to in the place where the get was written. Shame Irai v'shem Ira. Same thing with the name of the cities. However, Gamliel decreed that you have to write all of the names. That the person has. In order to. In order for the. Literally means for the benefit of the world. Okay. It's important that people recognize the names that are written. And who exactly is being divorced. I'm a review. I'm a review. This has the name of Shmuel. People come from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Shema Yosef, Karna Yochanan. In Eretz Yisrael they called him Yosef, and here in Bavel they called him Yochanan. I don't know why, but they did that. Or Yochanan, Karna Yosef. Hech Megarshenish Yosef. How do we write getting to their wives? What should we do? What should we do? Two different places, two different names. People aren't going to know. And Bavel, you're not going to know that it, that Yosef is Yechanan. And Eretzol, you're not going to know Yechanan is Yosef. Based upon these problems, Yechanan stood up, made a decree. You got to write every name the person goes by. Ravashi says, That's only true when he has a chazaka of two names. People know, knows there's a status. He's commonly called by two names. All right? It can't be like, you know, when I, when, when uh, I was in, uh, you go through various stages of life with your friends. So I had a couple years where I was called T. And I had a couple years where there were a few guys who called me Marvin in Yeshiva. Or uh, Marv. That's what it is. Marv. It was a whole thing. Somebody uh, somebody said a line like, he's starving like Marvin. And I was like, Marvin? What's Marvin? So they all started. So it became like a thing. There's a few Javier and they started calling me Marv. Because I said, what's Marvin? So it became like a shtick. A, a, a couple of things. 
So they would get a kick out of, uh, of me even remembering that. Did it. it was ever a name that stuck. It was like a shtick for a little bit, a few months that a couple guys were doing. And you need to have a chazaka of that name. You can't write all these names. You don't have to write every name that your friend ever called you. Hold like you that when you need to write every name, when it's established to have those names. Somebody's got two wives. And he's got two names. He's known by two different names. He divorces Yehuda wife with the name that he's called in Yehuda. He didn't use the other names. When he was in Yehuda, he didn't use his Galil name. When he was in Galil, he didn't use his Yehuda name. It's not a valid get. You gotta write both. You gotta write both. Let's say he leaves Yehuda, he leaves the Galil, he moves to uh, Ashkelon. The Gerish Bachas man. And he's divorcing one of the wives. She's divorced even if he uses one of the names. But you said, shame the Galili Moi, that you need both. You can't just have the name of Yehuda, you also have the name of the Galil. Depends if there's, but he's going by two names. Okay? He's going by two names. Shmamina, you talk to see that this is the Nafgamina. Okay? That Ravashi. Um, that uh, Ravashi's Nafkamina is correct. What was Nafkamina again? Ramil said that you go by every name that was used, and Ravashi says it's not true. He's not saying it's not true, but he qualifies it by saying it's not literally every name that's ever been used. It's two names that you have a chazaka of using. Hahid Avakari Le Miriam, there was a, uh, a woman, they called her by the, na- by the name Miriam, Uporta Sara, but some people called her Sara. Amrin Ardai. So they said in Ardai, Miriam b'chol shum sheyeshla v'loy sara b'chol shum sheyeshla. So it has to say in the get, Miriam in every name that she has, but you don't write sara and every name that she has. Meaning you go by the main name that she that most people called her. That's the first name that's written, and afterwards you write all the other names. So whenever you're writing a get, halacha lemaisa, what we're coming away with. Let's say there's going to be three names the guy goes by. His name is Yankel. His name is Yaakov. Some people call him Yankel and some people call him Jack. So you're going to start with the primary name and then you're going to write the other names that, he, that there's a chazaka, that there's a status which is, uh, which is used. Okay. Next mission. Brand new topic. Here we go. Ein almana nefras a widow, her husband passed away. The children inherited the father. She's coming to collect her ksuba. If she wants to collect her ksuba, she has to take a shvua, take an oath. Why does she have to take an oath? Because we have a concern that husbands will pay out wives their ksuva even before they pass away. Or before passing away. So what all she's going to swear is that my husband never gave me any sort of ksuva payment. Nimnu'u milahasbiya. 
But then they stopped the oath. They stopped the oath. Okay? We'll see exactly uh, what happened over here. Bezshem, tomorrow. But eventually they stopped this oath. We'll see. Does that mean that now she could collect without an oath? Or does it mean that she can't collect? We'll see. Hiskin Rabbi Gamil Azokin. And Rabbi Gamil Azokin made a uh, takana decree. That the Almana should swear to the Yasaimim whatever they want her to swear. Okay? Whatever they want, they should say, they can say, listen, we think that the wife of our father, it could be their mother, it could be their their their, their stepmother, right? So either way, she's Odexuba. So whatever concern they have of maybe she already collected. They can they, they can ask her to take that uh, oath, the Gaiva Ksubasa, and after she takes that oath, she could collect all of her Ksuba Haidim Khaismim Al Haget. And also, this is a completely separate idea, and that is that Adim not only should watch the handoff of the of the get from the husband to the wife, but they should also be the uh, be the ones who sign on the get Mipne Tikun Ailam because of Tikun Ailam. Okay, we'll see again how the Tikkun Eilam over here, it has to do with the process of making it, making it easier for a woman to collect her ksuba. He'll, he'll also establish the prusbul, which we learned also two days ago about prusbul, right? That every Shemitah year, the seventh year, the, uh, all, all loans are forfeited. However, he'll was Misaki made a decree that if you have prusbul, you give your loans over to a Bezdin, Bezdin, is allowed to collect, just an individual is not allowed to collect. Okay. Zakti Gemara. We said in our Mishnah, if an Almana widow wants to come to collect a Ksuba, she has to take an oath. You need to be a widow in order to collect a Ksuba? No, you can even be a divorcee. Asks the Gemara, Gavalt, my Yeri Almana. Why are you saying a widow, if she wants to collect her Ksuba, should take an oath? I feel the Kuli I'm sorry, I feel the Kuli Any type of woman needs to take an oath. And guess what? The entire world. Anytime you want to collect a loan, you got to prove that you're not yet paid up. You got to swear. Anybody who comes to collect from Yasaimim, from orphans, which is what she's doing, must take an oath. Says the Gemara, no, Amana there's the reason why we wrote widow. So because I would have thought by the case of widow, because of grace. Because of grace. What do you mean because of grace? Zokrashi, that women should not be reluctant to marry. Akilu Rabbana Gaba. The Rabbana made it easier for her to collect. See, Even nowadays, but especially back then, marriage was a, worked in a way where there was a, there was a lot of transactional expectations that went into a marriage. There was responsibilities for the husband to support and protect the wife, and the wife was going to come and build a household. For, uh, around the husbands. And 
the Rabbana were concerned, putting love and all that, all those things aside, the Rabbana were concerned that if what a woman's getting from this is that, oh, I might get a ksuba, but in order for you to get a ksuba, I'm going to have to walk, to, walk into a bezdin, take out a sefer tira, make a shoe on a sefer tira, it's a gansa geshef, it's a pain in the neck, I'm going to have to do all these things, so, you know what, I'm not going to be so, so quick to get married. In order to make, to make marriage more enticing, and the whole process of receiving a get not so painful, the Rabbana were over there, maybe she shouldn't have to take a shvua. Kamash in the Mishnah lets us know that even by a widow, it's the same thing as anybody who wants to collect from Yisayimim, from an orphan, and Allah is, if you want to collect a debt, you're going to be obligated to take a shvua, give out. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. We're up to the second line of Daflam and Hey Amad Aleph. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.